Hey everyone, welcome to Moms in Real Estate. Today we have a phenomenal guest. I love this woman. Her name's Chris Figueroa and she's been in the business for 10 years. She's got five children. She's got great stories to tell you. She's great at softball and she's really pretty. So let's get this started. Angela Fazio is an industry powerhouse who has overseen 40,000 homes sold and 9 billion in production. And Kristen Cantrell is one of the nation's most accomplished team leaders, helping thousands of agents build their businesses. They are passionate about educating, encouraging, and empowering moms in real estate. Our next episode starts now. Hello, everyone. Hello. <laughs> So who knows how today's going to go? I've got a granddaughter running around. I've got dogs busting in and out. My kids are everywhere. So we're just going to play it by ear. <laughs> hey, Kristen, how are you? Good. Good. Doing great. And Chris, we've got Kristen that way. And Chris, Chris <laughs> a little background about, about yourself. About me, Chris, Chris not Kristen. <laughs> I have five kiddos. I've been in real estate for about 10 years. Um, I coach softball and play. Um, grew up back east, moved here about 25 years ago. I think that's almost native, though, because it's fine to have, <laughs> hard to find somebody that's been here that long. Um, yeah, just that's some basic stuff. Yeah, I've been here that long. I'm a native. You're oh, a native. Very nice. <laughs> I know. There's hardly any of us. My husband is too, so it's kind of crazy. That is crazy. I've been here since I was 19, which is over half my life. Yeah. I know. Nuts. I love it out here. I do too. So, so uh, let's talk about how you got into real estate because it was 10 years ago and your youngest is 10, right? So you, your, your kids go from 10 to what? 10 to 22. My oldest is 22. She's married. Um, I have three at home, one in college. My youngest is 10. Um, I kind of got into real estate because when I had my baby, she was really ill for about four years and in the hospital about once a month um, for about 10 days um, until she was about four. Um, we had hospital bills just racking up. And my next door neighbor was a really great agent and her transaction coordinator had just had a baby. So she was needing some help. So I kind of popped in one day and started helping her with paperwork and she ended up hiring me and training me as her transaction coordinator. And it just kind of took off from there. I love it. I love the paperwork part of it. And um, I, I actually think that's the best way to get into real estate. I learned all the back end of it and everything about it and all the, you know, docs and forms and and all that kind of stuff. And so uh, shortly after that, I got my license and just kind of went from there. Yeah, that's awesome. You've done really well for yourself as well. Yes. Yeah, it's been it's fun. It's, and I love this story because I feel like so many women um, go are in that exact situation where they have a little baby at home and they want to do real estate, but they can't really get out too much. And TC work is such a, a great opportunity um, for a new mom to get their foot into real estate. It is. It's it's such a great thing. You can do it from everywhere. You know, it's most of it's online. There's a couple of times where I had to go, you know, pick up packages or contracts to scan them or whatever. But that was wasn't very often but yeah it's a great way to learn the industry and get into it get your foot in the door be at home be able to take care of your kiddos it's it is a great way to get into it how quick did you realize you wanted to go into production and not do pay the paperwork part of it fairly quickly <laughs> probably about six months or so um i had my license yeah so 
So it was, it was more of a, also where she was like, Hey, get your license. So you can go show these houses. And we ended up kind of being like a little team there at first. Um, and then, and then I ended up going, breaking off and, and going with another agent in her brokerage and helping him start his brokerage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was fairly quickly, but again, that's the great thing about real estate. You can totally manipulate your schedule to what you need it to be. Two mm-hmm. things about that. First of all, I know there are tons of agents in the business that have been in the business for years and years that probably haven't even ever read the contract. That's how pathetic. That's so true. <laughs> so true. Like you could read it over and over and over and over. That's what makes some people. Sorry. <laughs> I told you I have a kid walk by. It's okay. Angela's golden doodle that's bigger than her is going to show up soon. I know. I'm here wondering what's, what's going on. I think he's hiding from Charlotte, to be honest. You want to come up here? Do you want to show everyone yourself? You want to come up here? No? Okay. He will. He's hiding from Charlotte because Charlotte runs after him with the brush. <laughs> so um, that's one thing. And then I think I just love this industry so much because honestly, it doesn't matter your personality style as long as you have one, you know, and you care about people mm-hmm. that you can enter in so many different ways and reinvent yourself because you've been TC, you know, you've been a single, uh, an agent, you have bound on a team, you run a brokerage. So there's so many ways to reinvent yourself in this business, which is why it can be such a, um, a rewarding career. So it true. Is. And I love that. And that, that's the one thing that I love about real estate. You almost have to reinvent yourself all the time. It's like always changing and, mm-hmm. and to kind of keep up with things. You kind of, that's what I, I like growth. I like to learn. I like to, to always always be changing. And that's kind of another reason I got into being a broker and I love teaching and I want agents to be able to do the contract, right? (laughs) And so I love teaching them and, and, you know, going over that training new agents. I, my, my favorite agents are brand new agents. I love to bring them on and, and help them out, teach them the ropes and how to read the contract and what it means. And you're absolutely right. There's so many out there and dealing with them when you come across them from, for a contract is a nightmare. <laughs> it is. It is. It's hard. You can come. You you can come teach some contract classes at our school. <laughs> I love you. So we had we. I want to talk about like you know real estate is super rewarding. It's a great career, but there's it's certainly um, a career that you have to go through struggles. I um, I know that I could probably make a list a mile long of some things that has happened over time. Some of which have have molded me to the person I'm is today. There's like one that I can tell you about almost made me quit, you know? Mm -hmm. So talk to us about a little bit. So the people out there can know it's not all like you have to struggle through this business to be really good at it and to learn. So tell us a little bit about that. Sure. Yeah, no, you're, you're right. There are a lot of struggles. Um, and I think if you have the right attitude and you go into it thinking, okay, what am I supposed to learn from this? Because I mean, we have struggles on a daily basis, right? Some of them are tiny, some of them are big, but we have them all the time. One of my biggest str- struggles that I went through, uh, I don't know, about a year and a half ago. So um, in my journey, after I was transaction coordinator, I helped this guy start his brokerage. I broke off with him and hung my license with another brokerage. Um, he, I had a friend, actually, our kids are really good friends, approached me about becoming a business partner with him and helping him build his brokerage. Um, and so I did, and we went into partnership together and it ended up 
being kind of sour and not working out super great. Um, a lot of promises made that were never kept and ended up being where I was just working, working, working and not getting the benefits that I had been promised. And so through all that, <laughs> um, I've learned he, when I, when I eventually broke off, of course it was really bitter. And I, I started my, my own brokerage at the time. Um, when I broke off, I had quite a few listings that I, that he wouldn't sign over to me. Um, and I had been working on them for a while. They were million dollar listings and they don't go very quickly and it's a lot of money. And you know, I have five kids and I got to feed them teenage boys. So anyway, um, he ended up not paying me my commission for those. And that was rough. I had, it was one of those times where I'm like, what am I doing? Do I need to quit? Like, this isn't worth it. I'm tired of it. Um, and our, our, our kids are friends. So it's kind of like, we were really messed together. Right. And sorry. Um, and so it was one of those things where I had to really dig deep and find out who I was and what I wanted to be, um, to be able to get through this. And the biggest lesson I learned from all this is money is just money and it comes and it goes. And that was hard, right? It's that was a lot of money that I lost, but I also think that it taught me that there is a lot more important things. Um, and I've never really been driven by money. I've always been driven by the service aspect of real estate. I love when my clients find the house and just the looks on their faces, especially the first time buyers. But um, the biggest thing that I learned from that is you just have to let some things go. And if it's a lot of money, then it's a lot of money and you can, you can work hard and get it back later. And so I just took away for, I'm sure there are many lessons that I, I, I was learning in all that, but, um, but yeah, just, you got to keep plugging away and, and work hard and not let those things just really bring you down. And I, you know, I can't let his actions, um, determine my future. Mm. So, and, and my happiness, right? Only I can make me happy. And so it took me a little while. It took me a few months, actually, probably nine or 10 or 11, maybe 12, <laughs> to kind of get over that. But um, I'm in a good place now with it. And, and, you know, I took my lessons and I apply them and you just got to keep plugging away. Yeah. You know, struggles are, I, I, lo I love them. I believe that God I don't love struggles, but I love the fact that God brings struggles and we get to choose our responses, right? We mm -hmm. can let it make us bitter and make us, let us quit and, and hold us down or, you know, draw us away from community or we can process it. And that doesn't matter, you know, and come out the other side, this wonderful person who values people and relationship and is by the way, a little more careful. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> well, and your takeaway is just so important from what what he did to you. I think that 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 shapes like your future, and I think that's so important to like like always lead with lead with a servant heart, and the money will come. And if you're just always thinking about the money, like it's you just don't even have fun anyways when you when you're doing that. You know, exactly. Mm -hmm. Money is so for us to you know we get a lot of times in this business, like we were talking the other day and like, we have people that, you know, do something, do us wrong. And then it's easy, like you're saying, like to get super um, upset about it, but there's so many good people in our industry and trying to focus on that and the positive situations, um, definitely like try to keep that at the forefront of your mind. Mm -hmm. That's so true. There is one other thing that I learned that 
hopefully it can help um, too, which was, and this might be hard for me um, or hard for a lot of people because I, I'm stubborn. Um, the hardest thing for me was to actually feel those feelings and to let them be and to kind of marinate on them for a while because you want to, you don't want to feel like that. Right. And you want to get over it. And it took me a while. And that, and I learned that there is no time frame on that, right? You have to get through it and you have to learn what you need to learn and feel those feelings and kind of move on from them. But there's, you know, I wanted it to be done quick. I didn't want to feel like that forever. And so when it, I felt like it was dragging on, it was, you know, that's hard. But I kind of woke up one day and I was like, I just want to be happy again. Like, who? how can I be happy? Well, me, I can make myself happy. I can't depend on anybody else. And so you just have to, you have to process through all of them and you can't shove them down and you can't, you have to actually feel it. And if that takes a little bit of time, it takes a little bit of time. So, yeah, that's so true. One of the things that um, you, ha I think you, you either said or wrote on your questionnaire is about, you know, we want it now. Like we want mm -hmm. to be able to set our mind on something and, and I'm a doer and I'm a driver and there have been just like you were just describing, you made me think of a situation where I thought I was over something and then all of a sudden I'll sneak back up on me. I'm like, why, why am I still letting that bother me? Like, mm -hmm. why can't I just will it away instead mm -hmm. of going, well, it's just something that takes time. And for an impatient person like me, that is hard. Yeah. To have that keep popping up. And I, and I have to, ex I have to ask myself, well, it's popping up again for a reason. So what does that mean? What do I what do I have to do? How do I need to adjust my, my thinking or how do I need to move forward um, and be more careful? I don't know what it is, but I'm like you, I don't want, I want it to be like two minutes and it's over and I can move on. And that's just not always true. Right. Right. And if it, if it does keep popping up, you do have to reevaluate. Why is this? And that's not to say you forget what happens because I'll never forget what happens. Right. But um, we have to remember so that we don't repeat it, but there's a difference, you know, between dwelling on it and and remembering it and so oh that's good mm -hmm. there's a difference between dwelling on it and remembering it that so is true. so good oh look at you giving us a gold <laughs> i told you there's like this big transformation that happened to me in this last year a lot's happened and and you you just gotta i mean that's life right you have to mm -hmm. let it beat you down or you gotta stand back up it's it's uh so how do, you, how do you decide now about the different um, business relationships that you choose to go into, you know, it, like, I know that you don't feel like you should never partner or work with anybody again, but how are you going to proceed with caution? Like, what have you learned about that? So I don't, I'm not the, I'm not the, I don't trust everybody type of person. And I don't want to be like that. Um, I want, I mean, I, I think, I think we're born to like naturally want to have relationships and to trust people and to, and so I still, I still want to do that. Um, I just am a little bit more cautious now. I just, um, my vetting is a little bit longer. Um, I want to get to know people personally. I, I know Kristen and the last time we talked and you said, um, business is just business and it's not to me. And I mean, you didn't say that you said it's personal. Um, and a lot yeah. of people think it's business, but it's not, it's personal. It's and personal. so for me, it's a hundred percent personal. Um, and that's why I love you ladies, because I want to get to know you. I want to be friends. It's not about business until you're my friend and then we can move forward. Um, and I, and that's kind of how I am. I'm very selective on what agents I take and not that, you know, I'm, I just want to make sure that I'm building, 
good values and good people. I don't want someone to just hang their license and they're looking for the next deal. I want people that want clients for life and they have the same mentality as me and we're here to serve them for life and not just to get to the next deal. And so, you know, I just, I feel like my agents are my friends and my family and I can, I can call them for anything. I can call them to go show a house for me or I can call them to come help me change a tire. And that's the kind of people that I want around me. Yep. It matters who you yourself with. Mm -hmm. I love that. Wait, that wait, 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 this way. That's why I love this girl right here. Oh. Spatially recording. It came into my screen. I think it's backwards. Yeah, me too. Do you know how many times it takes me to put my shoes in a box? <laughs> I, I, I can't just, I don't know what's wrong with me spatially. I'm retarded. Like I go and grab the shoes and I'm like, I think it, oh man, I always get it wrong. That's a terrible thing to have to admit, but it's true. That's why I was like, which way? Oh, that's okay. I can do down. Um, where, where, what was that? Squirrel. Uh, I did so well last night. <laughs> Obviously. So you are also extremely competitive, which I think helps in real estate. I, mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm really competitive. I might be a little bit. <laughs> yeah, right? But your outlet has been, per, I mean, pretty seriously in softball. I do. Mm -hmm. I love softball. So I started playing when I was three. And I remember my parents signed me up. Obviously, I didn't wake up one day and be like, Mom, I want to play softball. My kids or my mom signed me up. And I remember I was so little that we would roll the ball to first pace. Like if we caught it, we would roll it. We didn't we didn't even throw it. And so that's how long ago it was. So I've been playing softball my whole life. I played all through high school, all through college. Um, I played co-ed all through my having my kiddos and stuff. And um, now I coach. Um, I was coaching the high school out here. I, this was my last season. It was so sad because of COVID. I missed most of it. I think we only played like four games, but, um, I've coached a club team and that currently right now I'm coaching my daughter's little league team. So it's just, it's a great outlet for me when I'm on the field. I don't have my phone. I don't have to take off my Apple watch like for hour and a half, two hours. It's just, me and the girls. And I just love it because it gives me a break. My mind's the only thing about what's going on in the game. And it's, it's, it's a big outlet for me. I love it. Yeah. I think that's a mistake that some moms in real estate or in just life in general, they don't give themselves any outlets. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. think they have to be all things to all people, all things to all your kids. And that's a really good lesson for people to learn. If you're trying to do everything. I mean, we all get, we all get like that sometimes. I know Kristen, you and I have talked about that quite a bit about like that all the time. Yeah. You've got to just you've got to have something for yourself and you've got to have something that gives you some peace and some joy and a little bit of a different focus. Mm -hmm. I won't say work balance because it doesn't exist. There's a, a mom that was on Moms in Real Estate probably a month ago. Her name is Mandy from New York. And she literally said the same exact thing you said. She played soccer I think and she would say like when I'd be on the field like on the like playing soccer and like my mind was in that that this sick feeling she had in her stomach of just a ball of stress would be like the only time it was gone and mm -hmm. um, so mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, she did she was really 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 serious about soccer like super good like you were in uh, softball Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's well, <laughs> that's one of that's another thing that kind of came out of this past year. Um, Because I'm 
one of those people, mom, do this, or Chris, can you do this? And everyone calls me and I'm like, yes, 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 always, yeah. right? And so I've learned to say no now, finally. <laughs> At my age, I'm finally saying no sometimes. And I might have taken softball a little, a little bit to the extreme. When I'm coaching three teams and I have no time, it that might have been a little much. And so that's why I let high school and club go. And now I'm just doing little league and that's with my daughter. So it's quality time with her as well. Um, but yeah, it's, you definitely need an outlet. And I, I don't think I had that before. And I, I look at it totally different now. So softball time is kind of me time. And before it was like, Oh, I got to coach. Oh, I got to go take care of these girls. Um, and so really in the past year, I've literally just been kind of focusing on me and what I need so that I can be in a good place. And, you know, you've, you've heard the saying, you can't pour from an empty cup. And that was, that was me for a while. So um, you just have to take the time for you to fill up your cup because you can't help anybody else if you're not. That's the truth. Oh my gosh, that's so true. God, you said you had a lot of good golden nuggets today. <laughs> <laughs> well, also tend the three of us tend to be extremists, a little bit of extremists. I know just our conversations. So when we do something, we don't ever kind of just put our toe in. <laughs> we kind of yeah. go all in, and that can be really good in lots of ways, but it also can can create this stress like softball is supposed to be an outlet it's not supposed to turn into one of the stressors right yeah right exactly yep as long as you recognize it though it took me a while I, for whatever reason i i things are taking me a while to figure out um but yeah as long as you recognize it, it yes absolutely but i am i'm i'm like you i'm all in or i'm all out and mm -hmm. that is really good in a lot of ways but it's also really bad <laughs> yep um one of the things I say a lot that Dave Ramsey said and taught me and my husband is you have to say no to some really, really good things so that you can say yes to great things. Yes. And that was a real lesson for us. Right. And mm -hmm. so now we were much more comfortable with no being a fully complete sentence. No, mm -hmm. you know, yep. not, not because it's not good. It's just, it's not great for us at the moment or whatever. Yeah, I love that. That's funny you said that. I was talking to my daughter the other day and um, she kept saying, blah, 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 but. And I'm like, you can't say but. Every time you say but, you negate everything you just said. So mm -hmm. just say it and be done, period. So no, period. There's no but. Mm -hmm. That's right. Because usually that turns into an excuse. Oh my God, don't get me started with that. Anytime <laughs> one of our kids says something that's a, a, a victim, whiny baby comment, we are like, <laughs> yeah. Don't be a victim. You know, we're a little bit harsh that way. No, I'm the way. I so, tell my kids, be a problem solver, not a problem maker. Yeah. So I don't think there's, by the way, I don't think there's anything wrong with taking a while to figure certain things out because sometimes the best and most long lasting, meaningful life lessons take us a while to figure out. So I don't, don't criticize yourself for that. That is, something that will stick because you get to the end of it and you're like, why did that take me so long? I'm never going back there. Right. Yeah. Well, and the best things do take a little bit of time. Right. And that, that was another thing I had to work through. I had, I had to, to make it what it is or what I am now. I, ha I have to take the time to do it. So, yeah. Well, I want to thank you so much for sharing so much, so many personal things um, during our time today, because I just know for a fact that, women need to hear these things. We are, we are 
in process. We are learning. We're not all perfect, right? And I, I hate when I see all the fake stuff out there making people just pretend like everything's so great and so perfect and so put together and you've got it all figured out. It's just not true. And um, I'm so grateful that you're vulnerable enough to help help us Thank see you. that. There's lots of us out there that are just trying to figure shit out. Yes, yes <laughs> we're right all now, especially this year. <laughs> right. Right. All right. Struggle. So any last words of advice or last little nuggets you wanna anybody wants to throw in before we let everyone go? I don't know, just be you. That's so important. Don't let anyone else shape you except for you. And if it's hard, it's hard. Let it be hard. And when it's good, just value the good. It's I think that we as women try to be everything to everyone and we kind of lose ourselves a lot. And so just always come back to you. I agree. All right, chickies. Thank you so much for today. Enjoy your time with, the, with your um, vacation in Florida. And I'm <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. See you.